everyone. This is Rebecca Love, and you are listening to Outcomes Rocket Nursing. Today, our guest is Alario Castillo, an RN entrepreneur with a background in healthcare. He utilized his acute care clinical experience to launch Innovation Neurons LLC, a nurse-founded startup that aims to develop a series of innovative medical device technologies with the goal of reducing chronic health conditions, healthcare costs, and developing safer technologies that will benefit clinicians and enhance the patient experience. Innovative Neuron's first product is a nurse-invented breakthrough patented safety syringe that is the unique time savings and safety features currently unavailable in other syringes in the market. This syringe will help decrease healthcare costs, needle stick injuries, and help nurses save valuable time during routine injection procedures. Ilario, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be in your program. I know it's listened by thousands and possibly millions around the world. So for me, it's an honor to be here and have an opportunity to discuss a bit my journey and this healthcare entrepreneurship, nursing entrepreneurship. Well, I love that you're here, Ilario, because your background to me speaks about the best of what nurses can do and achieve in healthcare. And I let's start with, like, what inspires your work? Like, why did you become a nurse and what inspires you to do what you're doing today? Well, that's a fantastic question, Rebecca. I often have those conversations with folks that are in the field, other nurses and non-clinicians as well. You know, there's usually folks out there, they'll say, oh, my God, how can you do that? Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> the sight of blood, I can't stand it. And I always say, you know, you have to have it in you. It's something that has to come from the heart for us to be nurses. And that's pretty much what inspired me to get in, into nursing. You know, ever since I was a kid, I always just naturally enjoyed helping people, helping people get better, always giving tips and suggestions. So, you know, when I came to this country, I was trying to figure out which path I wanted to take after high school. And when I saw the AMP, when I took my first AMP course in college, uh, which was supposed to be the toughest course in that uh, university, you know, I ended up getting a 98, an A plus in that course. At that moment, I realized that I really enjoyed just learning about the body, uh, learning how it heals, learning about the process of taking care of people. And I never looked back since then. And it just became like a natural fit to get into nursing because it gave me the opportunity to help people you know, get better to save lives, which is what genuinely I, I enjoyed doing. So that's, that was how I got into nursing. And the second part of your question in regards to, you know, what inspired me to do what we're working on now, which is innovative neurons and develop technologies, especially the syringe. It was after, you know, witnessing a colleague of mine uh, obtain an accidental needle stick while trying to give an injection to an agitated patient. And at that moment, you know, just that light bulb hit, you know, like most of us that are clinicians and nurses, uh, we usually have good ideas. And oftentimes we might not know how to take those ideas from the bedside to move forward. So I was just lucky enough to, you know, develop that light bulb moment and, and see a different process or a different kind of technology that I believe could help us nurses, you know, reduce needle sticks, save time. So that was how I came up with that concept after witnessing one of my colleagues obtain that sedentary needle stick and trying to give an injection. You know, I, you know, Ilario, I think that, you know, what I always love when I talk to nurses and, and especially those who are, you know, reimagining and bringing new products to market is that their innovations have always come from something that was a near miss or a harmful event to a patient or to a colleague. And your story about right now, like your product of what you're bringing to market is something that happened because of a needle stick. And can you dive in a little bit more into what are needle sticks? Why are they a problem? You know, these are things that I think that the general population doesn't even think about. So can you just sort of walk back that that scenario and, and how, you know, your product is adding some value to this space and this problem? 
Absolutely. Fantastic question, Rebecca. Well, so needle stick injuries occur different ways. It could be while you're trying, while a clinician is trying to suture a patient or with, it, with a contaminated needle, you prick yourself as a clinician with a contaminated needle. And, you know, you can acquire multiple diseases from HIV, hepatitis C, hepatitis B, and, you know, close to 30 different diseases that can be chronic. So usually it can happen whether you're suturing in the OR or while you're giving injections, which is the most frequent procedure in healthcare is the number one procedure that we give. So most of the needle sticks occur during injection with uh, hypodermic needles, whether it's an intramuscular injection or a sub-Q injection. This is a huge problem that healthcare has been trying to resolve for decades. In 2002, if I'm not mistaken, uh, there was a law passed to incentivize healthcare organizations to bring, you know, safer engineering solutions because of the big problem with needle stick injuries. Since then, there has been an introduction of different types of safety syringes in the market. However, despite different technologies, the problem remains. There's still, you know, close to a million accidental needle sticks injuries in the United States alone, Rebecca, and close to three millions worldwide. Every year, Hilaria, you're telling us a million? Yeah. You know, it's really yes. interesting that you talk about this because I, I come from a family of nurses and I'll never forget when my aunt called me after she had been needle stuck by an HIV patient and what that wow. process of treatment was for her, the month of treatment and follow-up tests and medications that she had to take um, after having a needle stick. And I remember this as a nurse, your agitated patient, suddenly the needle would, you know, the arm would shift and the needle would slip and your hand was right there stabilizing the arm. And you have these emergency situations and you realize that, you know, in these situations of these urgent situations, because nothing is calm in the hospital and nothing is calm when patients are getting pricked and prodded, right? It's an urgent yep. situation. And that is where you contract these deadly viruses and bacteria that come through needle sticks. And I know that this has been an issue that I know that we dealt with um, myself on the front lines as a nurse, everything from the emergency room to the med surge floor to my hospice patients. This was an area of anxiety for me constantly. So I'm so yep. glad that you're tackling it. Can you explain what you're doing about how it's revolutionizing or changing or decreasing uh, needle mm -hmm. stick? So can you talk to us a little bit about how your product is different from what currently exists on the market? Sure, absolutely. And thank you for sharing your story. It's one that I hear too many and in doing research for the syringe. You know, I've come across so many articles of so many nurses and clinicians that have acquired, you know, infectious diseases, HIV, hepatitis C as the result. And it's a costly problem, close to a billion dollars in healthcare spendings in trying to treat accidental needle sticks. Because as you just mentioned, the follow-up process, you know, it can go anywhere between $3,000 to up to a million dollars if someone acquires an accidental needle stick. So the reason we have this problem is because the technologies that we have have not addressed, as you just mentioned, the need for a technology that would help us save time and decrease steps in administering medications in the acute care setting, such as the ER, which is where I worked most of my life in the ICU, paramedics, psychiatric, you know, psychiatric settings. These are stressful settings where, as you know, time is of the essence. So the traditional process requires us to take one syringe and waste very valuable time looking for two separate size needles. As you know, when we're administering medication in the ER or care settings, whether there's paramedics or psychiatric settings, most medications we give in those settings are viscous medications or antibiotics, 
but different medications that require an 18-gauge needle to withdraw the medication. We have to manually attach the needle, whether it's a safety needle or a regular blood needle. Then we have to waste time, remove it, discard that needle, look for another you know, 21 or 23 or 25-gauge needle that we're going to administer the medication with. That whole process takes anywhere between two and three minutes, according to data. And the different packaging that we have to use in the process, which is also costs. In that process, data shows that the potential for needle stick is greater, especially in a stressful environment where you're trying to save someone's life. You might forget to apply the safety needle or you know, it might be left uncapped and someone might get injured. So in the process of trying to give the medication to the patient, oftentimes the safety mechanism might not be inserted properly. So our solution is a retractable safety syringe that instead of having to waste valuable time switching needles manually, our syringe allows the nurse to simply choose the needle within the syringe, retract, and choose that 21 or 23-gauge needle to give the medication. So instead of wasting two or three minutes in the whole process with our syringe, it can take anywhere between 15 to 20 seconds for the whole process, You know, reducing the steps from 15 steps to about six steps. You know, every single nurse and clinician that has seen this technology so far, their only words are, where is this? How come we don't have it in the field? Because, you know, it, it's been endorsed by everyone so far. And it's great to have that support from, you know, the nursing and healthcare industry and users that validate the need for this technology in the market. Well, you know, I think, Ilario, you know, you quoted that, you know, the cost of uh, accidental measles sticks costs the healthcare industry in the United States $1 billion a year. And also just the amount of stress that goes into it. But also time is life when we're talking about patients in need of access, right? And when you're yes. telling us that your situation and, and what you've been able to invent, you know, through innovative neurons is just creating more ability to be more efficient with what we do and decreasing the risks to our patients, but more importantly, also decreasing the risks to our providers, which as you know, are under incredible amounts of stress and burnout. And I think it's one thing that COVID showed us is that, yep. you know, we constantly are crossing the threshold into dangerous situations. And I don't think, and I, what I, I'm so glad we're bringing this problem to light for those that are listening today, because I don't think people understand the incredible risks that providers are taking every day that they step across to care for patients. And here's yep. one of those incidences that costs lives, that patients and unknowingly um, through movements or things that they're doing and accessing and how we're developing and, and resolving these problems is that these providers are able to mitigate those risks so that they don't have to worry about needle sticks and coming home with HIV or hep C or any of these diseases that can be transmitted by uh, the blood uh, barrier, which which happens during needle sticks. So I think that really why I love talking to you, Ilario, is because, you know, that you're your first generation immigrant to the United States. You found out yep. that in your love of AP, you became a nurse. And I wonder, you know, what do you believe that people need to know that maybe they don't know about the role of nursing and improving health outcomes? Because you're a, you're a man in nursing and you've invented a, you know, a solution to it. And, you know, just even talking about the huge scale and challenge of needle sticks um, and the, the rates of, uh, you know, transmission and injury to providers, I think it's unexplored territory that we hear about, but that the average American doesn't realize. So tell me, what things do you believe people should know about nursing and the, how they improve health outcomes that perhaps they're not aware of? 
That's a great question and a great analysis, Rebecca. I think, you know, most folks see us in nursing, see us nurses as, you know, uh, we're there to save lives. Uh, we're helping people get better. It's what we do naturally. It comes from the heart. But I think since most folks are not there with us listening to the conversations that we have as nurses in the bedside or, in, you know, in the nursing station about seeing different solutions for the numerous things that we do every day, I think there's a lack of understanding about the natural innovators that we are as nurses. You know, I think we have a God-given, you know, capability to see solutions that most, you know, most folks just don't have with the technologies that we use daily, whether it's, you know, uh, for documenting or, or the different kind of medical devices that we use or the different applications or telehealth technologies. I think that's an area that, I think as time goes by and as there is a, a big push, especially with the incredible work that you have been doing for you know awareness in nursing, entrepreneurship and innovation, I think as time goes by, people are going to really understand and see you know the, the capability or that hidden talent that we have that just hasn't been really, you know, I guess, uh, tackled upon of nurse innovation and the way we really have solutions and have an eye for coming up with different and more innovative ways to bring our technologies to be more practical, more efficient in healthcare. I think that's one area that is starting to little little by little become more common knowledge. I love what you said there that, you know what, that there's so many conversations that are going on on the bedside between nurses. And if you're right, all of us standing around the bedside, we talk about solutions. We talk about the challenges we're facing. That knowledge and how you just put it so effectively, you know, those insights could really drive efficiency and outcomes in so many ways. And, and I think to your point, I do think the conversation is, is changing and people are starting to recognize it. And I think that what you have done in the space of needle sticks is just highlights one of the millions of obstacles and challenges that we as nurses and providers on the front line are facing that cause risks to ourselves, but also causes risks to the patients. And it's these nurses as they stand there and they watch their colleagues fall to these injuries that say, hey, we can do better. And so yep. I think one of the, the questions is, is, can you give us an example when you saw your nursing team provide a great solution, perhaps external, like, can you just say, hey, there's something, you know, there's a story here that of a great opportunity that nurses really created something to a problem that you've witnessed. In regards to like different technologies or just healthcare as a whole? Yeah, healthcare as a whole. Or if you have colleagues that you sit there and say, you know what, there is something here that there is a, I, when I was working, this was a problem that we faced in addition to what you've done. Is there any examples that come to mind? Oh, absolutely. There's different nurses that I've met in the process of that. I know colleagues of mine that saw a problem and came up with a solution as well. For example, there's a good friend of mine that she, uh, she went to college with me. She's a nurse in the OB unit. And, you know, for some time, she had been calling me and saying, hey, uh, Hilario, you know, I, I, I see a problem with a basic technology that we use in OB for the different Dopplers or the Doppler system. She came up with, with a simple solution and she started trying to figure out ways to move forward from the idea to, you know, getting a prototype or getting the intellectual property. And it was just amazing, you know, how she just started doing research, uh, not coming from a business background and learning the steps that she needs to take. Eventually, she got in contact with folks that can help her, you know, get to the prototype stage and get a provisional patent application in place. But that's just one of different, you know, solutions. You know, there's numerous nurses that I know that solve, for example, in certain urban 
community settings, right? Like in the South Bronx, right, where I started uh, my career. There were many nurses there that I met, one in particular that I can think of in regards to this conversation. She saw that there was a need for holistic care in that community and trying to educate that, uh, you know, population uh, in regards to, you know, whether it's nutrition or preventive measure. So she came, you know, she decided to leave her bedside nursing and start up her own holistic company where she started implementing innovative solutions to address the needs of that specific population in a different way that was just beyond literature. There's so many different ways that I could think of and so many different nurses I met that apply what we just spoke about, that it's incredible uh, what we continue to do. I love those examples because I know when it's it's so funny because once you meet one, you start to realize that there's so many innovators that are nurses out there leading and doing things differently. And I, I love that it's nurses like you just described from the bedside all the way to the South Bronx saying, hey, it doesn't matter what environment you're in. We can change health outcomes for all of our patients in the community all the way to the bedside. And I think that's so so important. Uh, and I think a great example to share. So, you know, I think that people think when you come up with an idea that it's mm-hmm. all turning up roses, that it's easy and it looks like <laughs> the best and shiny lights. Um, but what is one of the biggest setbacks that you've experienced and a key learning that you could share with the audience? Oh my goodness. Uh, that in itself can take half an hour, but I'll try to summarize it in a minute. You know, I think not knowing what you don't know is one of the biggest challenges when you go from nurse to nurse entrepreneur and trying to bring forward a technology. Not having, I guess, advisors and mentors early on that can identify what are those important priorities and processes that you need to focus on to move the technology forward. For example, in my case, you know, when I started out, I didn't even know the difference between a provisional patent and a non-utility application. I didn't know the significance of having an early prototype and a you know MVP, a minimal viable product. And had I had the opportunity to, I guess, early on meet folks like yourself that can tell me those differences, it would have saved me a lot of time and, and money in the process. But not knowing that that intellectual property is so important for medical device technology and a minimal viable product, you know, understanding that there's a process that we need to follow from concept to market makes a huge difference, you know, because sometimes you might try to raise funding when you don't even have intellectual property yet. And you realize that an investor, depending on the kind of technology, wants you to have the patent issue and granted, or you might try to raise funding for a, you know, finalized product and get testing where in reality, perhaps just having a proof of concept or a minimal viable product can get you to the point where you can raise angel funding to get to those next milestones of a final product, you know, regulatory clearance and testing. So I I think that would be, uh, you know, at least from my experience, one of the key challenges that I faced, learning the process and knowing that, you know, to get from A to B, you first need to really focus on that before you go from, you know, from B to D. Uh, sometimes we might try to jump and, and we realize in the process that there are steps that we need to follow and processes. So certainly learn that in the process and still learning, you know, so learning experience and organizations like the one that you've created and learning and networking. That's the other part, the power of networking. I, I mean, sometimes we start, but we might meet folks like I met so many via Sancio and, and, you know, organizations that opened up new connections to new doors that I think the power of networking 
when you just start meeting like-minded folks that are working on other things and you develop a support system, that is just priceless. You know, Elira, I can't tell you how many nurses that I meet that it's it, it, that you hit the nail on the head. It's what you don't know that tends to trick up everything, right? And and how quickly you drink in from the fire hose. And, and I love your solution to sit there and say, you know, finding mentors early on that can try to help guide you makes such a world of difference. And I remember thinking that exact same thing when I started my first company and what a world of a difference and just, wow, how much I didn't know. So tell me, what are you most excited about today for the future of healthcare for nursing? What gives you hope, inspiration, and excitement? Well, definitely, I would say, you know, just seeing the momentum that's happening right now with nursing entrepreneurship, I just think it's fantastic. You know, it gives me a lot of hope that not just myself, but other nurse entrepreneurs are going to be able to live out their dreams of bringing a life-saving solution to the market, to the world. And I think it's going to encourage more and more, you know, nursing students and nurses, you know, to come out from that shell and say, hey, I believe I can do this. You know, this person did it and this is how they did it. I can do this as well. Because I think there's just countless nurses out there that, perhaps just haven't been found or connected, they have incredible solutions to so many different areas in healthcare that are slowly coming out and we're learning about more and we're connecting with each other. And I think eventually, you know, <laughs> in five, 10 years, I think we'll look back and we'll see most of the technologies in healthcare, whether it's wearable technologies, telehealth apps, medical devices, I think are going to be nurse-created technologies. You know, you, you talked on something earlier, Rebecca, with the healthcare problems and needle sticks. So most, let's say, medical device companies or pharmaceutical companies have focused solely on trying to bring a device to help reduce needle stick. But when you're an end user, when you're a nurse, you realize that the problem is not just there. It's in creating a technology that can help decrease time, which we know as nurses is priority, being able to reduce time, save time in the process, which will you know help save hospitals and healthcare money in the process by reducing time and having more time available to see more patients or to do other you know interventions, et cetera. So I think we as nurses are able to see the solutions in a whole different way as end users. And that's what I'm excited about, seeing more you know, nursing entrepreneurs out there coming up with life-saving, world-changing innovations and technologies. This is a very exciting moment to be in. And I'm just, uh, you know, grateful and honored to be a small part of that process. Amen, Alario. I totally hope that what you just said becomes the future of healthcare because you're right. Nurses come up constantly with life-saving technologies. And if they are inspired by your story to believe that they too can do this, that through that road that they can do that, and it inspires that next generation, there is such potential for the future of healthcare. And I love that idea of you saying in the next five, 10 years, perhaps most of the new devices that we see come out on the market were either nurse-led or nurse-supported or nurse-invented, because then we're going to see this profession and the future of healthcare really start to tackle some of those big problems. And and to your point, they see it from a multi-dimensional direction. They think about things that the traditional people that are tackling those problems only see the minutia in those details sometimes where they don't see the nuances all around it. And to your point, time savings, dealing with the process, that is what nurses know. This is what we execute against. 
And that's why we're going to change the future of healthcare. So Hilario, it's been so great having you. Tell me and tell the audience, where can people find you? How can they contact you if they want to speak with you and network and all of that? Where do you exist external to this podcast? (laughs) Sure. Well, definitely. They can always find me on LinkedIn, Hilario Castillo. Uh, I would encourage everyone to check out our website, which is www.innovativeneurons.com. The website is being revised as well, but you can check us out there, see uh, see what we're working on currently and, and what we're going to be working on in the future. And of course, you can always contact us via email, innovativeneurons at gmail.com is the preferred email. And, you know, and I would love to have the opportunity to connect with anyone out there that's interested in knowing more about our technology or collaborating with us. It would be you know, a pleasure to have that conversation with anyone. Well, Alario, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Outcomes Rocket Nursing because your invention of tackling a problem of needle sticks is so acute in our environment across every kind of setting from the home to the hospital system. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all that you're doing. I'm so excited to see where you are going in the future. For anyone else who would like to tune in, we hope to see you again next at our next Outcomes Rocket Nursing podcast. Again, my name is Rebecca Love. This is Ilario Castillo, the incredible inventor of Innovative Neurons, who is leading to a new safety syringe to help prevent needle sticks for patients and providers. Ilario, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Rebecca. It was an honor to be in your program. Thank you for all you do for us nurses, nurse innovators, and we will always you know, continue to support you and look forward to you know, doing great things together. It's been a pleasure to be in your program. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It takes a village and we will see you guys next time. (laughs) Thanks. Take care.